0: Hey, it's Katie Harris, and This is another episode of the Nursepreneurs podcast. Today we have Taylor Tone on with us from Joe and Bella. And uh, Taylor, I'm really excited to talk to you about this business because it looks, uh, one, I love your website. Two, it looks fascinating. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to hear more about it. But first, before we get started, give us a little bit of background about you as a nurse.
1: How'd you yeah, get started?
0: What did you do? That kind of stuff.
1: Most definitely. So um, I went to undergrad and. In- I initially was pre-vet, like wanted to do vet stuff, but you soon learn that being a vet isn't playing with puppies and kitties like you thought it was when you were three years old. Um, So I kind of was like, oh, I don't know if that's for me, but I took a really strong affinity to my science courses and I knew I loved people and I love to help people. And I have a couple of family members and healthcare as well. And so I kind of just kept my options open and took a CNA job at a more long-term assisted living care facility. And I, I did love like those relationships I built with those patients and just being able to like learn about their lives and have those conversations. And so I looked into nursing and I did an accelerated, um, one year program. And then my first job out of the gate was, um, pediatrics, and then I switched to like a float pool position and then eventually ended up on a, a cardiac unit. And I spent a lot of time in those, you know, six, seven years of nursing, getting people doing their ADLs, getting them dressed, getting them undressed. And especially at my CNA job, it was, it was terrible. It was, you, you get the stretchiest cardigan known to man, like the sneed from, what is that, that Whoville like type thing where I could And you would pull it and just this slight movement of the arm can just be so excruciatingly painful for someone. And I hated doing it, but there wasn't better clothing options out there for these individuals. And that had kind of stuck with me and through kind of my nursing journey and kind of towards the end with, you know, the whole pandemic as well. uh, I was, not living a healthy work-life balance. And my body was physically taking a toll. My mental health was taking a toll. And I remember I just went to the doctor because there was like systemically so many things wrong with me, like my my G i, my skin, my sleeping, my joints, my everything was and the shoes kind of didn't really know what was wrong, but I learned when I finally took a step away, kind of all those things. Resolve themselves. And um, I kind of wanted to be a part of a culture too where I was treated more as tailor instead of like nurse on unit four type of situation. Um, and so I got really interested in startups. And I connected with co-founder Jimmy Zolo on Angel List. And he had previously ran a business himself, and he was looking for someone who had the lived experience to help kind of create Joe and Bella. And together we kind of built this foundation and brought on, we. so I knew the patient stuff, he knew the business stuff, but neither of us knew fashion at all. And so we uh, brought on a designer, Kara Sumpton, who previously designed Lululemon and um, fig scrubs, which I had worn quite a bit. And, um started making clothing that's functional for people. and the the clothing meets the needs of the individuals wearing them and not the individuals having to conform to what they have as options. Um, so that's kind of where we're at right now,
0: yeah, this is going to be a, an amazing story. I can just tell. <laughs> but,
1: you know, I do want to go back to a couple of things
0: that you said. Yeah. Um, you know, way back you had said you were pre-vet and when you said that i was like yeah i had the same like idea like want to play with puppies and then you realize you have to hurt the poor animals and they don't realize why you're doing it (laughs) and i equated the same with babies but then you said you went into pediatrics and to me that's the same thing yeah um all right and then um you know i i also like what you said about being somebody being like that nurse on the fourth floor because i had that too like they used to They'd be like, oh, that nurse with uh, red hair, or the nurse with glasses. You know, go yes. get. <laughs> you know, it's so irritating. Like, I don't even know why. But no, I love your story. So, uh, okay, so you went on to what was it called?
1: Angels List. Yeah, it's called Angel List. It's a website that is mostly focuses on startups and helping people. They do job listings and connecting people and that kind of stuff. Um, so that's where I was perusing because I got an interest in startups okay.
0: is it free or is it a paid thing yeah it's
1: free yeah
0: okay and then you just happened to meet this guy Jimmy
1: yeah I came across kind of the the foundation of what is Joe and Bella and I reached out to him and I said wow it's like you jumped in my brain and I've been thinking about this and we connected and he thought together it was kind of a perfect perfect match for what we were trying to do
0: Okay. Um, So how did that conversation go? Like, were you like blown away when you got, when you realized that this was actually going to happen or?
1: (laughs) To be honest, yes. Um, I was pretty, and the reason why I love what you do is I was pretty demoralized where I was because I was like, why did I like nursing, nursing is so like, if you do a business degree, you can get a job in a zillion different business fields. But I thought as an RN, like, I have to work as a very traditional RN. I was like, I don't have any experience in business. I don't have any experience in you know any any of the other fields. So I was very like demoralized with breaking into that new category. And I kind of just kept at it. And surprisingly, which isn't actually surprising, is people value the the baseline skills nurses have. I mean, as you kind of talked about, like. We have to be able to juggle 15 things at once while under a very stressful situation. We're natural communicators, we're, we're adaptable. And um, when we kind of made this connection, and I still look back now and I'm like, is this really my job? Is this really my life? Like, this is so freaking cool. And so, yeah, I was very, uh, very excited and still so very thankful for um, that quick interaction that i was able to reach out yeah i mean and to me that's like some people would say oh
0: you know taylor is so lucky but to me that's you making your own luck um and having the vision to go forward and and you didn't even know what you wanted to do but you went forward and said something is going to come up and you trust the process and believed in it and something did come up and it you know I mean this is amazing. So in terms of like clothing though were you were you a little intimidated by the idea of getting into fashion it doesn't seem like an easy niche to, to get into.
1: Yes I was so I like personally really like love I'm no fashionista I'm no like I'm not going to like put claim a stake anywhere but um I do love the idea of it and making people feel good in what they wear and so I knew the movements and the where we needed zippers and where we didn't want buttons because it was on a pressure point of someone like I knew that aspect of like what's the movement this person's gonna do putting on this jacket but I knew I was way out of my depths in terms of like structural design you know what I mean like making it look beautiful making it tapered enough where it looks like a nice pant but wide enough where people with swollen feet don't have to struggle to get their foot through. (laughs) And so um, that's really why we brought on, we took a lot of time and effort finding Kara and she's really been a star and is actually the first meeting. She actually had her grandma's 95th birthday right prior to that. And her grandma couldn't get one of her clothing items on. And I think that really kind of, like, I think if how well that the stars aligned when talking to her how that had happened the day before and so she had actually made almost an adaptable sweater for her grandma so she was really personally fueled by what we were doing as well and so it's it's really quite quite an awesome story yeah and and she's behind you said lululemon so she was like started at lululemon and designed some of their stuff there and um, she doesn't actively do stuff there now and she did figs and then she kind of does her own she has like her own company now where she does a few different companies including us and then she has a few other designers on the team as well
0: okay and how did you guys get the the finances for it to do something like this was it expensive was it a big kind of ask
1: yeah so um that's where uh jimmy comes in and since he had previously kind of run a business, he's really the, the main point of, you know, he does great with fundraising and we have fundraised. And at the same time, kind of what we were initially doing um, is we drop ship other adaptive peril in the space. And we did this. So some of the clothes on our site is other company. And then we have our original products that we're rolling out. And this kind of helped us learn the market. What do people want? What do people don't want? What are we, we getting a lot of returns? in? what are people, what is selling out? Where could we improve on these products? And um, that kind of, that really didn't cost much overhead, you know? And then we, like I said, Jimmy has done an amazing job um, fundraising. So he has knows more of the specifics with the the numbers and stuff, but I'm very, very thankful for him.
0: Right. So, where did the is, is adaptive apparel? Is that a, did you make that word up, or is that like a real thing?
1: Yeah. So it's funny. It it is a real thing, um, but not many people recognize the term. And what like the general sense is is it's apparel with an adaptive component, such as a strategic zipper place somewhere that makes the clothing open up and. Be able to put on easier, open up, and be able to access um, a medical device easier. Easier. So it's a term we're trying to kind of get out there more, and I think other companies are doing the same thing.
0: Okay, uh, so it's something we'll see more and more of.
1: <laughs> oh yes, hopefully that's the that's the that's the goal. <laughs> I, I
0: feel like that you know, like adaptogens, you know, in the yes. uh, supplement <laughs> yeah. world and adaptive apparel. Like, it's oh, all... that's
1: so funny. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um okay so what is your like what is your day to day look like what do you do um kind of every day for the company
1: Yeah it's it's pretty it's you know nursing they say no days over the same it's yep. <laughs> it's kind of like that at a startup and that's why I really wanted to be a part of a startup is cuz I wanted to like take control of almost every be my foot in every aspect of the business you know and not do the same thing day in day out because I do like a challenge with new things and um, my main roles um, like I said they differ every day but I do all of the front end stuff with the customers and operations and logistics and order management and fulfillment and my favorite part by far is speaking to customers because it's kind of like that small portion of what I did as a nurse which was when I spoke to my patients and sometimes I'll be having like not the best day at work and I'll get to talk to like the sweetest customer and I hear how the clothing made a difference and it just reinvigorates me like, like nothing else because that's what this is about is making lives easier for older adults and making lives easier for their caregivers as well. Um, so yeah, a lot of operations, um, inventory management, um, I, I'm on all like the calls with the design team and looking at the different prototypes of the clothing. Um, I'm trying to think of like, it's so different every day. Yeah, I was going to say that sounds yeah. really exciting. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, and as a startup, it's kind of like you do a little bit of everything. I mean, as the, the company grows, you start to get more like segmented. Yeah, um, I, make a, of-
1: <laughs> I make TikToks. I've been, if you go to our Joe and Bella, you'll see my face. They're a little cringy, but you might get a laugh out of them.
0: <laughs> I've been trying to get into TikTok, and I'm like, I'm <laughs> such an idiot on TikTok. <laughs> like, I, can't, I can't even do it. Uh, it. So let me ask you this. Where did the name Joe and Bella come from?
1: Yeah, great question. So um, Jimmy, um, during the pandemic, his grandparents had to be moved into an assisted living com- community. They just got to a point where it wasn't safe for them to be at home, and it was a really scary time for both Jimmy and his grandparents because there was that lack of access to them once they entered the community, and his grandparents were obviously nervous. This is a completely new environment, and COVID's happening, and they met a couple called Joe and Bella in the facility, and they were um, both Holocaust survivors, and they kind of took yeah, took um, Jimmy's grandparents under their wings and they ate dinner with them every night and they kind of became like another set of grandparents to <laughs> Jimmy. And so what Joe and Bella were, were they were how they made us feel. And that's the emotion that we want to carry out and bring to our customers and really make them feel included and accepted and compassionate, but at the same time, they were they brought that humor into it as well. So they brought mm-hmm. the lightheartedness. And because we know that this is a tough time for people in their lives going through mobility and cognitive changes, but that doesn't mean it has to be all sad. You know, you right. can bring some life and joy into that. Um and that's kind of why what fueled Joan Bella. Yeah,
0: I, I like it. It's uh it it feels the way that what how you're talking about like it it just feels oh, like kind of cozy yeah like a <laughs> yeah. familiar brand and you know like they're real people and apparently they
1: are <laughs> so. I know it's funny because I get I'll get called Bella and Jimmy will get called Jill, yeah. <laughs> and with some people I just go with it at that point <laughs> yeah no
0: because I when, when, the, when I first pulled up your website, I'm like, wait, her name's not Bella. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
1: That's funny. That's really funny. Um,
0: okay. So in terms of like the manufacturing of this, is that something that you've had to completely learn that it, that, you know, I mean, how difficult was it to, to get the clothes manufactured or even just kind of like the first um, stitching of it? Is this something you do remote? Do you, do you guys meet in person?
1: Yeah. So we were lucky that, um, Kara, our designer works closely with a manufacturer that we got our first and second product from out of China um and so she kind of knew the logistics of that because it is a very like ominous like big task process and so she was great there and um I remember when we were getting our first um order shipped to the United States oh my gosh you would think we were trying to ship like an alien like across the ocean you know what I mean like it was it was a long lot of phone calls a lot of a lot of time was spent getting here and we did and it um we were so excited when it finally made it and we kind of we learned a lot I think that's what's cool too is I'm learning every task I do like I had to coordinate a shipment to the UK of our products once we got it and it was like, I have no idea. <laughs> I was thinking you, about like, how yeah. it's where would would even start. I mean, can yeah. you Google stuff like that? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of my motto is like, I'm just going to call people until someone knows at that point. You know what I mean? Like, someone has to know somewhere. And so, um, yeah, like I said, Kara was awesome in kind of helping guide us through that a little bit. And I know Jimmy has some connections with people kind of in this space as well, who were able to offer a little bit of advice in that process. But yeah, it was a big learning process. And the second shipment we did for our second product went significantly smoother. So hopefully onwards and upwards
0: with, with that. <laughs> Yeah, it's like you're you're the first time you do it. We're like we're you're not going to write an SOP on this, so we're going to have to wait until we do this at least three or four times before we can come up with a standard. (laughs) Um, And then in marketing, like I see you guys have a ton of stuff in the news, and um, you know, is this your main way of marketing or partnerships? What are you guys doing to get the word out?
1: Yeah, great question. So we have an awesome um, individual on our team named Ben, and he does like so great in getting our name out there and um, talking to different individuals. But our kind of our main ways are, of course, like the standard, like back end, Google, SEO, advertising, like that kind of stuff. And then we try to connect with a lot of really cool individuals in the space as well. And there's so many people who have are caregivers who have been caregivers who have their voices heard on different platforms. And so we try to reach out to them and do kind of collaborations in that space. And then like we just won um, Chicago's Innovator Award. Um, And that was actually uh, two weeks ago I was in Chicago for that. And so that was awesome. And so we got a lot of good publicity there. And um, we we really are trying to get plugged into like more like Care facility spaces as well, and um, get stuff donated there. We I just we just donated some old units to my old workplace actually. So I was like, oh, by the way, I was actually a nurse there, and we sent a bunch of pants there, and they really liked it. So um, kind of a few different areas are where we're going down, and then we also have a few really awesome partners that sell our products on their site. Um, so yeah, it's still a growing process and kind of changing every day. And TikTok, yep. as we discussed, you know the dances.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can see older people doing dances on TikTok. Like that makes sense. Like, yeah. <laughs> look how easy it is to be in my clothes. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so let me ask you this, and and you don't necessarily have to answer it, but it's it seems like you know you have marketing, you have uh, this person who's working on designs, you're bringing in shipments from China, uh, you're doing all this stuff. I mean, it seems like a big investment um that would have to be made up front and i'm just gonna go out on a limb here maybe i'm wrong but i'm assuming you're not some heiress with millions of dollars in the (laughs) bank that you had to spend right like (laughs) i mean this is you're just a a normal person with like a normal income and then made these partnerships and this has all come out of that is that correct
1: yeah Yeah, so it's most it's kind of like like i said jimmy knows more of the ins and outs of this but the the two big ways are, um, we kind of hacked our way into the space with working with other partners and selling their products on our site. And of course, when we sell their products, we get you know a certain percentage of the sale of that product. And so that we've been doing better and better every month with sales in general. So we are taking revenue home from that. And now that we have our own product, obviously, but prior to that, yes, it was, just jimmy being a superstar fundraising and getting that initial capital to fund our first product and to fund the various um facets of the the company so yeah great question though
0: okay yeah because it's one of those things that it it is very intimidating when you when you go into a space like this and you think you need like a million dollars to invest and maybe at some level you do but it doesn't all come straight from your personal bank account it comes from fundraising from grants from
1: great yes other
0: venture capitalists partnerships that kind of stuff
1: definitely yeah we're we're definitely looking into grants as well so yeah that's that's really awesome that you brought that up
0: Yeah, I actually have a nurse that that's exactly what she does. She gets grants for uh, small businesses. I'll have to put you in touch with her.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that would be so awesome. Nurses supporting nurses. (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) That's our motto here. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so awesome. Okay, so what is, uh, I guess, the big vision? um, And where do you see this going in the next couple of years?
1: Yeah, um, so the vision is, like I said, kind of our goal is to make dressing easier for older adults and their caregivers and we want to create clothing that does just that. Is function first we want it to be super functional save time pain effort but at the same time it, it needs to be beautiful like you can make the most functional shirt of all time but if it's the ugliest thing in the world people aren't going to want to wear it
0: you know, I know my so... grandma might have worn it still, but <laughs>
1: yeah, I know I absolutely some not outfits myself. But um, uh, that was like Jimmy's grandma. Jimmy brought her a couple of options on the market at the time because she was she was struggling to get dressed, and he got, took him to her, and he came back and she wasn't wearing them. And she was he was like, you know, Grandma, where where is the clothes I bought you? And she goes, too ugly. <laughs> And she just, she wouldn't wear them because they're, and I don't think you should have to sacrifice what you wear at any age. You should be able to have those choices at 95 and 15. And so, yeah, we want to kind of, we're we're really excited. Right now we have two pairs of pants out and kind of coming out, maybe Q1 is some tops, including a, a men's button down and a men's long sleeve and a, or a men's polo sorry and a woman's long sleeve and then one or two possible pairs of pants but we want to keep expanding that category and uh, everybody'll be walking around and head to toe joe and bella but and they'll have got in and out in a fifth of the time that it was another clothes um but yeah, that's where really exciting things coming down the runway for
0: us. Yeah, I love that. Actually, you know, um, I'll, I'll just tell you that my son, he's 10 and he has to wear these um, button down shirts and, you know, he probably needs adaptive clothing as well. But uh, we found this um, this shirt where uh, the buttons are already sewn on and then it's just magnets that just connect the shirt clothes. I love this. this is the most amazing, except that he's always like clicking you know, on the wrist and he's like, click, yeah. click, click. I'm like, stop it. <laughs> You're
1: making yeah, that's me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like a uh, baby's clothes are almost adapt you have like a lot of the newer baby companies the onesies instead of snaps or magnets I'll see that a lot and so it's 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 coming out and even yeah throughout the the age span so yeah definitely awesome I love it
0: all right so if people want to get in touch find out more about this buy this uh, stuff with their their grandparents as well like where can they find you
1: yeah, they can find us directly on our site, um, com. We're also on Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, TikTok. Um, and then we have like an awesome blog where Ben does such great work there with caregiving advice and just more about the company too. I think there's a blog about me in there if you want to dig that out. But um, yeah, that's I think that would be the the best places to go.
0: Um, awesome. All right, Taylor. Well, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It was was a real pleasure getting to speak with you.